0: Hello, and welcome to Dvorak Horowitz Unplugged, an hour-long discussion of activity in the financial markets around the world, featuring columnist John C. Dvorak and money manager Andrew Horowitz. This conversation is casual and unrehearsed. Let's join John and Andrew now.
1: I'm John C. Dvorak. And I'm Andrew Horowitz. And it's April 25th, 2023. Mm-hmm. last show of the month.
0: Oh, yeah. The, the, yes. The, you know, I, I mean, I'm not saying this is like a doofus being surprised at the end of the month, but it's the end of the month. That came quick. April yeah. came quick. Yeah. Or ended
1: quick, I should say. There was only four shows this month. Is that all it was? Yeah. Mm. Four eleven.
0: I have to talk to you about... Today. I have a trip to... Oh,
1: here we go again.
0: <laughs> well, the good news is you get the report on all the... The very disturbing and very uncomfortable airport conditions from around the world when I travel. So, at least there's that.
1: Well, yeah, uh, Adam gives me that too.
0: So, I'm going to be going to first stop, will be Dublin and the areas around. Oh, Dublin.
1: That should be fun.
0: Yep. And then I'm going to be flying to London and get some
1: Guinness. For a
0: wedding. Yes, yeah, for a wedding. A little bit of haggis.
1: L- <laughs> a little bit of what? No, that's Scott. Haggis uh, and stuff with haggis and scotch. Ugh. So, um, a wedding.
0: Yeah, I have a wedding, uh, very mm-hmm. conveniently located in in London.
1: Yeah, what could be more convenient than mm-hmm. that? Well, it could What's, be the next wedding I have ready? in
0: August in Park City,
1: Park City, Utah. Uh huh. Well, that in what month? August. Uh hmm
0: so uh, anyway, it's going to be March, tw- uh, May 20th through the 20, I guess about seven days, seven. So there may be a show in there that we have to talk about. Okay. I'm not taking my stuff with me like, you know, like, like Curry does. And I don't know how he does what he does. I'm not doing it. It's not happening. It can be done, obviously, and done well, but I'm just not that good.
1: So there you go. All right. So, you what's going? I choose to be not that I, good. I do
0: choose to be that good. I don't feel like packing on another suitcase and bringing the stuff. It's not. It's not that urgent, <laughs> you know. But maybe our our listeners think otherwise. But I'm gonna. You know, it's it, every once in a while. I think we deserve a little time off of everything <laughs> to refresh. Yeah. You know, it's important. All right. What's going on in the world? All of a sudden, we have re- recession fears. There's there seems to be this whispering
1: around. Of, yeah. It just started. Yeah. I mean, it was like, it's it been floating around as we talk about it, but mm-hmm. then it was never taken seriously. Now all of a sudden, what changed? What changed all of a sudden? Now the concern about, um, U S defaults
0: is, is, is making the rounds. And even Janet Yellen said it would be, you know, financial catastrophe, jobs lost and, you know, people disintegrated and, you know, crazy uh, economic woes. If in fact we defaulted, now the Republicans are putting forth a budget to increase, um, increase the, the de- um, decrease spending, uh, expense slashing, uh, increasing some services. You know, it's whatever. And and the Republicans are putting this forward in hopes that they'll make. I, I think what they're doing is just basically hoping to start a conversation. Because no, nobody's taking this seriously.
1: Anybody wants yeah. to know? Well, they're always all over this when they're not in power.
0: Yeah, of course. So we'll talk about that. People, you know, the markets did a, a pretty bad move today to the downside. Yes. And I was out to dinner with some friends. and like, listen, I heard the markets were down terribly. Is it because Joe Biden announced his re-election campaign?
1: <laughs> oh, that, you know, I never thought of that. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, the Democrats don't want him. Nobody wants him. Every, the public, 70%, according to the polls, don't want him to run again. The Democrats don't want him to run again. But he's running again, and he's got, he's got it locked. Is he doing he's with not gonna, Kamala? He's not going to debate. He's not going to do anything. He's going to go back into the basement. And so they figure he could win again, and now they're going to have this guy in office for another four years. I don't know about
0: that. And then we're going to have that. Uh, there's some great comedians out there that do a fantastic imitation of Kamala Harris with the laughing. Yes, and the we. Sun. Uh, we, oh, we fantastic. Yeah,
1: there's one woman in particular that we uh, supposedly listens to the No Agenda show. She's great. It's
0: mm. <laughs> mm, funny. Uh, India has taken over the population race. Just to let you know, we'll talk about that tonight. Resiliency is everywhere, everything is resilient. That is the new catchword. It was for a while sound and resilient. Now they just said, why are we even bothering with the whole sound discussion? It's all, everything's resilient. Everybody thinks the word resilient means it's good versus it could snap back like that weighted clown, like those rock'em sock'em robots. Remember those?
1: Yeah. Did you have a set of those? I never did. I have played with them because everybody a lot of kids had them. Do you remember? You you know the thing about the the problem with that thing, as in so far as owning is concerned, it's after you knocked the block off a robot a couple of times, it's boring. Oh, it's It's not that much to it. It's
0: not much to it, but it was a big seller back in the day. Do you remember the noise that it made when you hit the guy with an uppercut and it popped his head off? No. (laughs) Do you remember that? No. Oh, that sound because it would it would go through like a series of like gears like n- ratchets that you'd push down to hold his head down. It was on a spring. And when yeah. you knocked him, just right,
1: <laughs> I remember that.
0: I keep doing that all night. If you want, it's up to you.
1: No, no. I, I think you can stop. Okay,
0: thanks. All right. Marcus Banks still on shaky ground. We saw what happened today with, um, FR with, 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 with the main one. That was, uh, uh, uh problems for a while here. And then PAC West came out. What was what, what, it? Why can't I remember the name? FRC. Uh, 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 oh, for God's sakes. What's the bank? I can't believe I can't remember this.
1: Franklin. No. New Republic.
0: Yeah, f- New. Yeah, Frank- Republic. First, Republic. First,
1: Republic. first Republic. First Republic.
0: Yeah. That was a
1: pretty ugly day today for that. We'll talk about that. Central banks. But I understand they lost $100 billion, like, lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that work? Well, they, they didn't lose it,
0: lose it. They just, the deposits left them.
1: They oh, lost the deposit. Oh, okay. I misread it then.
0: Right. So, so they probably said, they probably said something to the effect of First Republic Bank uh, lost. I'm just picking up sixty billion dollars worth of deposits. So, for the person that's not focusing on everything they're doing and what the reporting is all about, and 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 the uh, le- the lingo that they're using to short, just to basically you know, just, just to create a short version of the story. They didn't lose it as in, oh, my God, what a terrible investment. They lost it as in people said, oh, I'm out of here.
1: I'm out of here. Pull their money. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would make sense.
0: Yeah. So everybody's also blaming and talking about the recession issue is is blaming the central banks for the market rally of late. Saying that they went back to a very uh, stimulative style of coverage right now where they bailed out the banks and the, you know, interest rates came down. So they got,
1: so they got busted for their shenanigans and then the, yeah. the result is what we had today.
0: Yeah. Well, today was, um, with, with,
1: uh, I'll well, stick with the Joe Biden theory. Oh
0: yeah. First Republic didn't help down 49% today. Huh. The central bank said this, uh, the people saying this year's risk, um, rallying risk assets is to do more than with $1 trillion of central bank liquidity injections than any other improvement in the economic outlook, according to Citigroup. The massive tailwind that it created, enough to top 50 basis points off the investment-grade risk premium, may soon become a huge drag as policymakers get back to quashing inflation, having extinguished the banking sector fire, which I don't know. Do we believe the Fed is done? Did they really quash and extinguish the banking sector fire with with, with a 50% whack today? due to information about what's actually going on all, all i think they did was put a few fingers in the in the dike in the in the holes in the dike or in the dam you don't want to yeah. put maybe you don't want to put your fingers in a dike put your fingers in the holes of a dam
1: so. right you don't want to put your fingers in the dike you got that right you finally got that no i got it right away the first time <laughs> Okay, we got earnings. You know, this, is, this is what got Tucker Carlson fired. Oh, well, the good news is nobody can fire me, really. That's true. <laughs> <I> mean, it's <laughs> always good to have your own heck with it. Yep. You know, just be your own publishing yeah. company.
0: Uh, earnings. Coca-Cola came out. The average. This is interesting stuff here. The average price of 192 ounces. I don't know where this came from.
1: Yeah, I saw this, too. It's like, who care? A, who cares? Uh, but it is kind of a maybe somebody does carry because they, you know, there are people that are addicted to drinking Coca Cola all the time. Well, clearly I am. A couple of extra bucks, you know, it's like, you know, if you're that type of personality, it probably means a lot. Well, here's what's interesting the 12
0: pack or 16 ounces, they talk about this, this 192 ounces of Coca Cola soda. Like that's some magic round something. Like I don't know why they're tracking that, but it's a 12 pack of 16 ounce bottles, right? The 12-packs
1: are the big thing. I just bought a 12-pack of La Croix. La Croix. La Croix.
0: What is that? La Croix or La Croix?
1: Yeah. You say it La Croix? La Croix, that's it. La Croix. Oh, La Croix, okay. I, I call it La Croix. I thought there was another way of saying La Croix! La Croix. La Croix. They have some good flavors these days. Well, actually, the uh, the I think the grapefruit's the best flavor. Mm. That's like Fresca. Oh, maybe. I, I get the plain.
0: Yeah. So uh, the average price. Uh, this, this, Let's go through this again because I thought it was really fascinating that the, what what's being reported, right? It's not fascinating the 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 material prices. I think it's fascinating that they're reporting on 192
1: ounces of it. Yeah, it is. It's peculiar. Why not just the liter size? How about just an eight ounce can? It's
0: just something. I'm saying it's very odd. So maybe yeah. the, I don't know why they do this, but a 12 pack it's 16 ounces in bottles. So you got 192 ounces of Coca-Cola cold soda. soda in the U S rose to $9 and 30 cents in 2022 from $8 and three cents in 2021, according to the Nielsen's IQ data and stood at $10 and 55 cents so far. And so you're going up from, what is that?
1: Let's see. Uh, 20% or 31% eight? in two years. success, yeah. but it's 10% of your 10% of your, at least plus 10, maybe 12% of your compounded.
0: Huh? Huh? Or Coca-Cola. Now you may yeah, have. I know. You may have. What's well, the, what's
1: what, water cost more? What's the deal?
0: I was going to say aluminum costs more, but this is bottles. So maybe plastic costs more. Uh, no, I say not. I think it's uh, employment. It could be distribution, cost, manufacturing, distribution. Um, but adjusted earnings of the company came in at 68 cents per share. Could be energy, energy. That too. They beat by four cents. First quarter revenue uh, rose about five percent to ten point nine eight billion billion, beating estimates of ten dollars to eighty billion. I mean, it's more quarter. than Coca Cola, of course. They have other things.
1: Yeah,
0: IBM, a lot. IBM, IBM is is IBM a bellwether anymore?
1: That those days left a barn thirty years ago. So they're they're just stuck, right? I mean, Alcoa lasted longer. As a bellwether.
0: Yeah. Mm. Stock yeah, they've was, been uh,
1: stuck. They've been stuck. Well, the company's basically stuck in a rut.
0: The last five years, on average, is down 10%. Mm. Five years ago, uh, <clears throat> the stock was in 2018 at $140, and today
1: it's $125. Yeah. I'm surprised it's that high.
0: Yeah. IBM company, uh, the corporation, missed Wall Street expectations for the first quarter revenue. Why? Why? Uh, hurt by shrinking corporate spending on IT services and a strong dollar. Interesting,
1: because oh, the, the dollar, strong dollar would affect them. That, that could have something to do with the Coke too. It could be, but
0: the dollar really came down very dramatically the first quarter. So,
1: ah, okay, so I guess not.
0: I'm not sure where they're. Maybe they're going back a little bit further on that quarter. IBM cut its full year consulting revenue growth forecast to six to eight percent from earlier expectations. Well, this
1: is IBM as consultants anymore.
0: Uh, I think it could be their Red Hat division,
1: possibly. Oh, yes, Red Hat is a big deal. That that's was probably, one of the smartest things they ever did. That's really
0: the only thing that's 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 holding them together.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's ironic.
0: Yeah. So uh, we're seeing softness in central in certain. I can't I can't I can't read and, and talk at the same time tonight. Well, we are seeing softness in certain components of our discretionary based offerings in consulting. Chief Financial Officer James Kavanaugh told Reuters about the U.S. market. So interesting, uh, considering the fact that there was all of this holding up the markets with the mega caps, with the tech, last holdouts, things are good, not slowing down. So you take this that was out recently and you have to say, well, that that really is a bit of a concern. It could be company specific. It's possible. It's, It's very possible. But uh, you know, this thing—they're saying, they're saying that there's uh, softness in certain areas, but generally, there's you know um, the areas that that are consulting services, uh, the things that many of the big companies really rely on, except for maybe um, let's say Amazon and their you know AWS or, or Azure. So that was a, that was one thing that was interesting. So hold that note because we'll get to the Microsoft earnings and the Google earnings that came out tonight, after the close. But we'll keep going further because Whirlpool came out with earnings, and and wasn't there this general feeling that housing market is slowing, sales are slowing, people aren't buying durable, long term, high ticket items. Right? What remember that whole thing? Yeah, and the and and. As the housing market slows, so do do the the things in the area like Home Depot and and and, and companies that are selling components, compl- right. appliances, all that.
1: Okay. Thus, you would have to conclude Yes. What would you conclude? That Whirlpool would be in that same pot and do poorly.
0: Yeah. Whirlpool quarter 1 preliminary $2.66 a share versus 2 dollars and 17 cents estimate. Revenues were 4.65 billion versus 4 Point five billion. Now the stock, let's see where the stock went. WHR. So WHR stock uh dropped off a cliff, by the way, after the earnings from 145 closed today down at 132. It's Not a cliff, it's down uh down um five uh what is that five percent. So not terrible, but They weren't buying it. They just weren't buying it. That's what was interesting. Their outlook wasn't bad either. (laughs) The outlook wasn't bad. Why
1: weren't they buying it? I don't know. I I really don't know. I think the logic is what you just said. But it's possible that, did Whirlpool have any changes in management where they have new marketing people or they got a new product? Is there anything else going on? I mean, It's just these numbers? I don't think so that I'm
0: aware. I mean, it's pretty much uh, status quo. They haven't made a new, what was the big thing? We went from the, uh, top loading washing machine to the side loading that was big whatever that happened
1: that was probably- well, yeah and that, that that's kind of gone by that was short-lived that was I think during what was who started that was like was that during the Clinton administration where you had to everything had to be side loaded because the top loading wasted more energy or there was some stupid reason for it
0: where do you put and nobody the, where do you put the laundry basket if the if to load from the top?
1: where do you put, po- okay, I'm a big top guy, top loader. You like to be on top. <laughs> yeah, I uh-huh. like to be on top. Uh-huh. So you got that this is Tucker Carlson again. So. Uh, <laughs> we can go to, so what, we can okay, be done. Okay, Let you me you you have you your want. little thing. Here's here's my thing. Yeah. You started to wash, boing, boing, boing. It's going away. It's washing away. Oh man, there's a sock on the floor. I got to throw it in. Yeah. How uh, do you do that with a side loader? It's a problem. It's a very big problem. Can't do it. No, you don't.
0: Because that door yeah, is locked
1: down. Now it's sitting there.
0: Yeah, that door that is locked down.
1: You can't get in. You don't want to get and in. And the other thing about the side loader, it's really not a full thing of. of it's not a lot of water. It uses less water, and it's because uh, it's you know it's flopping it around in there. Right, so how do you do the, a soak? I I don't. know. How do you do a soak on a big load?
0: I don't know any of these things. This is not my department.
1: But I hear oh, what you you're saying. You don't do it. Oh, you've never done a wash. Never mind. Why am I even talking to you? You about got the wrong this? guy. Wrong guy. We got de- the
0: delineations of duties in my family.
1: Oh, okay. I'll I tell you. My, my wife. Yeah. Listen. You want
0: to hear how good my wife was? She had hip surgery. Hip surgery. Full re- hip replacement. And you're still making her do the the wash. She didn't miss a day of the wash. Now that's a woman for you. <laughs> I congratulate you, Jill. <laughs> I've told them that too. <laughs> um, but here's the thing: they had their outlook. Their, their outlook um, was also better, very wide, very very wide. Whirlpool sees fiscal year two uh, thousand twenty three uh, earnings at about sixteen to eighteen dollars, versus just under sixteen. Sees revenues of nineteen point four billion versus nineteen point oh two. So. Th- their revenues are not that far above where the estimate has been, but yet their earnings are so much higher. There must be extreme cost-cutting going on.
1: Are they bringing more stuff in from
0: Korea, maybe? That's possible also. There's definitely, there was a lot of tariffs that I think some of them were lifted. And they're also competing against the Samsung.
1: And I mean, I'm, I know a I lot am. of their stuff Samsung. is made, like, they're, I think they own Maytag. Uh, and they have all the Maytex made in Mexico.
0: Well, nothing's We've made had, here. Can't afford the I don't products. Know
1: how, I don't know what's made here anymore.
0: Well, there's a lot of factories that were going to be built that never did. No, they talk a big game. Big game. Yeah. All right, in tech, Microsoft. We talked about uh, getting back to this point of what's going on with Microsoft after we talked about what is going on with with IBM. Microsoft beats by 22 cents, beats on revenues – Azure is up 31% on a constant currency growth basis. Shares up 6% after hours. And by the way, Microsoft up 6% is a big move for the major markets.
1: It's ridiculous because they own so much of the uh, percentage of the market. Right. A lot of stock.
0: Yeah, it, 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 it's a huge, huge member of the, and their stocks have been doing pretty good con, comparing to other ones in the same. Genre, But, uh, you know, we have Amazon, Apple, uh, Google coming out. Google came out also. But um, here's what's interesting about I, uh, Microsoft. Revenues rose 7% to $52 billion in the quarter ending March. The Windows division reported revenue of $13.3 billion versus analyst estimate of $12.19 billion. Now, what's interesting about that is that there's been a lot of talk from companies like Apple, for example. Remember they talk about how they were seeing a major slowdown in Mac sales? And, yes. and and Windows division which is really was supposed to be uh seeing some slowdown some dramatic slowdown beat analyst expectations for like a billion dollars a billion that's not like a small rounding error
1: I think people are buying computers but they're buying but it's not they're not it's not registering they're buying like B links and I say that because my wife today is talking to me about getting what she needs one And she's like, "Are these little machines any good? Even though everything I've got around me is all little machines now. Uh, In fact, this what I'm on right now is a is an Intel NUC, NUC, and you know, small and quiet. It's exactly Mm -hmm. what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, And these machines all come with Windows 10 and 11. The machine cost is going to cost like 180 bucks for the machine loaded. Wow." And it's got Windows 11 on it, which I think if it retails for 150. Hmm. So there's a lot of there's a lot of screwiness in the market in in the PC market, and I don't think it's being accounted for very well. well.
0: Something's maybe maybe also Microsoft is eating Windows lunch. I mean, uh, Apple's lunch because this is a big differential here. That was one of the reasons why shares were up so much. I mean, if Zora is is pretty good, maybe they're also taking away from. Whether it's Google or some of the other cloud providers, possibly AWS—I don't know. AWS actually, Amazon after hours tonight. Let's see what that was. Amzn. Uh, Yeah, it's a four and a half percent after hours. Amazon, and that's because they're keying off of the Azure, you know, the uh, cloud-based service. Service. And but Google on the other hand, let's see what that was. G. Google stock uh, up at 1%, 1 1 1.5%. Not much. After it was down 2% today to begin with. 2% during regular hours and only up 1.6. With, let's talk about Google. Because Google was interesting also. Alphabet beat by 10 cents, beats on revenues, advertising revenue essentially flat year over year. On April 19th, the board of directors authorized a repurchase of shares, a a share repurchase uh, program, Um, they upped it to an additional $70 billion of Class A and Class C, plus uh, plus some other things. But ad sales saw a drop again, although not as much as last quarter, but did see a drop. So the stock was up as much as, I don't know, 4% after hours and came back a bit. And I think the only thing that's really holding this up is the $70 billion of additional share buyback.
1: I agree. Circle I think square. Their advertising business is not going to. You know, it's it's sketchy. I mean, it's not performing. They rely too much on it. They rely only on it, from what I can tell, because all their other little things they try to do, they either bail out after it starts to maybe make a little money. They they don't like the idea of make of starting some little you know so, some little operation that makes maybe a little money either a lot of money or they're not gonna do it. And so they they pretty much put all their eggs in the advertising basket. Yeah. Uh let's see. So and, and that's gonna get that's getting killed by TikTok. Right. And, and you know, I don't know
0: why they have – a I think Google's suite of services is good enough to charge even a minimal can you imagine if they just charge five dollars a month for Gmail?
1: Well, they're not going to get what you get. It. Well,
0: five bucks a month of Gmail. Everybody uses Gmail.
1: Everybody uses Gmail. Five bucks is a little high for a lot of people who don't really take email seriously. I think if you did five bucks a year or and I skip Gmail, use Google Docs. That's the one that's, that's I think is more valuable. I, yeah, they have a lot get- of services
0: that that that, 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 that I agree I agree. Yeah,
1: and they make no money on them, and and any minute they could bail out. I mean, it's Gmail. It's too. If you bail out of Gmail, people would boycott the company. But even I think charging for it—that's uh, got to be a big
0: cost factor. Huge, and just because you use Gmail does not mean that you use Google as your search engine.
1: No, but you're using Google as your search engine, let's face it. You're
0: using it anyway, but it could have been I anything.
1: I mean, I use DuckDuckGo. You do. And I do. Mm-hmm. And it incorporates Google anyway, so why why not? I think DuckDuckGo gives me better results.
0: Well, it's except
1: it's, on one fact, one simple factor. Mm-hmm. Maps. What's with maps? If I'm going to look up somebody's address or do anything with, it has anything to do with maps. I'm not using anything but Google. Google's the best. You type in Google.com and you put in maps and click on the maps and bingo. You get a picture of the guy's house.
0: Yeah. The maps is good. Uh, I like it. Yeah. You get the street view.
1: Satellite. And then you view. can just punch a button and it goes right to your phone. I mean, there's not, there's not incomparable. What does that mean? Google You're maps. on
0: the web and you can push a button. It goes to your phone.
1: <laughs> yeah. What is that? On Google Maps. Well, what are you talking about? Send directions to phone. Really? Oh, come on. I don't know about. You do that. it all the time. I do not do that. You don't do that. I just
0: do it on my phone. Why do I bother with the full steps? Or I get
1: in my car. I'm at home. I'm looking. I'm saying, well, I think I'm going to go here and there, and the other, you know, I'm going to plan a trip. I'm going uh-huh. to drive all over the place, and I'm going to see how far. They, first, I look at the big giant map on a big screen, and I can say, oh, these guys, oh, I should go here first, and so then I just punch the p- put pointer down there, and then the next place, the next place, send a phone. I go to my phone, it's all on there. I don't have to dick around with a little bitty phone and stick my finger on the screen and smear it up, trying to find where I'm going. I hate that phone. Mm. Yeah. Too small.
0: I get it. But I just put my little button, and I say, you know, I want to go to, take me to John Dvorak's house. The maps yeah. show up on my- nice,
1: nice drive.
0: Yeah, the, the maps show up on my screen- and it goes, okay, please make a left of the next corner.
1: Yeah. So
0: uh, let's see. The banks, as I mentioned, the banks, the, the crisis is, itself is not over.
1: So that first republic. What's gonna mark, what is going to mark it being
0: over? I, I I think if we can get past the excuses and the need for, what would we call it, cloak and dagger types of weekend stuff that goes on. You know, where we get the re- the real information. This First Republic Bank, remember, this is the bank that out of nowhere, a consortium of of banks decided they were going to invest $30 billion in non-secured deposit accounts. Remember that? Yeah. And I was like, why is that? And why are they making it so... Blatantly loud that these are, they're in non secured deposit accounts, you know? So uh, I think when we get away from that and we don't see these kinds of massive surprises with the banks that we saw, for example, today, this was a big mover uh, why markets got upset today because you still have big problems in the banking industry. And I will tell you that considering what I see here, there may be another weekend program being launched this coming weekend. I wouldn't be surprised if something goes on this weekend to try like to... what? Save First Republic or take it over.
1: There's a very interesting bank to look into how they got this way.
0: Uh, the problem is they have some very bad uh, practices and they... Just like the other ones, they 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 have the the loan to not the loan the um the value of uh, the valuation of their bonds compared to you know uh, when they bought it now and the loss they took on that is is just too big and then consume them. Now it's going off the rails, and then everybody's then, then it just feeds on itself, right? The old very simplistic bank run. Not the first time you've seen this in your career.
1: No, but it's like. There's something about it slightly different, and I can't put my finger on what it is.
0: It's already bigger. The fallout. The banks that collapsed. Yeah, I know. It's only.
1: It's only a few of them. It's bigger than two thousand eight. Yeah, but it's different. Nobody cares. 2008, there was these credit letters. Remember the letters that weren't, these letters of credit that weren't going through and all the other stuff, right? In advance of that, all of a sudden, we found all these bundled mortgages all over the world, and it screwed up everybody, including the Europeans who were laughing at us until they looked in their own portfolios and said, oh, my God, we're worse off than they are, Mm -hmm. and all that sort of thing. Nothing like that's going on.
0: But we are seeing credit
1: suisse Credit Suisse went under and now it's going
0: to hurt UBS and the $100 billion of deposits left there. That's the other question. Where would the deposits go? I can tell you some of the major brokerages took them in because then you could take that money, convert it into a much safer instrument like treasuries. I bought treasuries today for clients, three-month treasuries, T-bills, for 5.1%.
1: That's a good deal.
0: Good deal. I mean, it's five point one percent. That's annually. better than the
1: money in the First Republic. Yeah, clearly, clearly, exactly.
0: <laughs> now, now, this is this is being on the on the some of the stuff that's. I would I would say that this is there's a, a there's, there's a, a variety of items that are right now churning up together, that is causing some more of the concern. So the big issue is the debt ceiling limit. So McCarthy is floating a plan that would pair a 4.5 trillion dollars in spending cuts spending cuts with 1.5 trillion increase in the 3.1 the 31.4 trillion us debt limit so 4.5 trillion dollars
1: are that- these genuine spending cuts or are they kind of the phony baloney congress spending cuts which in other words the military had it they were spending 600 million and it was going to be jacked up to 800 million so they dropped it back to 700 million and they call that a 200 million dollar spending cut when it's actually a 100 million or 100 million dollar spending cut when it's actually a 100 million dollar increase is that kind of spending cut Well if you just look at the numbers we're talking about a 40 4.5 trillion
0: dollar spending cut with a but 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 for whatever reason we require a $1.5 trillion increase in the debt limit. So therefore there's more spending going on,
1: right? Yeah. So it's not, so it's a phony baloney, Congre- no. Congressional spending cut. It's not a spending cut. Right. So
0: I I think the reason they're doing this, like I said earlier, is just very simple. And I think it's just, I, th- I think McCarthy is floating this plan just to get things Talking. And I think he's being honestly, I think he's being smart about this. We're getting to a really bad place here. There, there is a lot of talk. Listen, the chance of US de- default defaulting is, is low. There's only a 2% implied odds of a default.
1: 2%. That's high to me. Okay. I, my my thinking is zero. Here's but okay.
0: Here's something interesting. As of April 19th, a few days ago, investors were willing to pay. Ninety six hundred dollars a year to insure one million dollars in U.S. Treasury debt, up from fourteen hundred dollars at the start of the year.
1: Well, that's pretty, pretty. That could you bet on that? That's a that's yes. a money maker. Yes,
0: you could have bought the fourteen hundred dollars insurance and sold to somebody else at ninety six hundred. Uh, Let's go CDS, credit default swaps. Remember those?
1: Yeah, yeah. the mm-hmm. Famous credit default swaps that. No normal investor could figure out how to do. Correct.
0: So that's even more than during the major budget fights in 2011, 2013. Republicans in Congress were refusing back then to raise the statutory ceiling on how much treasuries could borrow unless a Democratic president agreed to reduce spending. Now, this is what I want to show you. There's a chart here. I'm going to send this to, I'm going to send this to right there, to the chat room. By the way, if you don't know, Tuesday nights were live. You go to dhnplugged.com, we uh, stream this out on the Do Agenda stream, and we have a chat room, and there's plenty of people. Everybody in the chat room, wave, wave, hello, wave, hey, what's up, guys? And you get all of this information right away. If, in fact, you are listening on your various MP3 player of sorts, and this is recorded, not live, you can go over to dhnplugged.com, of course, on episode number, what are we on, Uh, 851 8.51, 851, right? 651, 651. And uh you can find these charts and all the different things we talk about under the show notes for that. But you see this chart here. Pretty interesting,
1: right? Yeah, off the it's off the chart. It is off the chart. Yes, it is.
0: That is so off you the
1: chart. Sh- what this chart shows is a good chart. Uh another one of your fabulous charts. You're ah. the best. <laughs> um I don't know where you get some of these. You do them yourself often. So, yeah, this, this one's one, not. This one I stole. S P Global Market yeah. Intelligence yeah. chart. Uh, It shows the price of these credit default swaps, which is one way what they are. This is these various insurance policies uh, per million dollars of debt. And they always skyrocket during certain periods. And they skyrocketed. uh, That means somebody realizes they're going to be worth something. They skyrocketed during the uh, 2007, 2008, 2009 problem the debt ceiling crisis which was du- dubious in 2011 or so the fiscal cliff crisis which was 13, uh, didn't 13, accomplish 14. much yeah but now all of a sudden this thing's up, skyrocketed beyond the the, the era of 2007-2009 it didn't even get it didn't even get a bump uh
0: it was a it was a bump don't get me wrong but it wasn't a significant move during covid when everything was shut down
1: no, well, I think looks you can see there's a yeah it didn't matter it was uh, immaterial. Now what usually
0: happens is, as we know and we've seen it, I don't know the movie is the same with just different actors. They'll they'll push this to the to the limit, the eleventh hour. I mean, literally the eleventh hour, twelfth hour, you know, eleven hours and fifty nine minutes. They'll they'll push this right to the end. Now the last time we we had a. Not the last time, but in the in the past, we've had situations like this. Trump shut down the government. Remember that? He yeah, just
1: like, to show that it didn't make much difference to anyone.
0: Yeah, and the, 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 so what? would happen? The, the, the national parks were closed.
1: National parks were closed.
0: The IRS was closed. Everybody's like, who cares about that? You know, do that more often. So, I don't know. I, I'm I'm of the maybe call me an optimist. Maybe call me a realist. Maybe call me a real optimist. I don't know. But I just don't see it. I don't see it. But there is some concern that this goes into also with the U.S. dollar. Bets are are very aggressively to the downside now. Some 87% of 331 survey respondents expect the Fed to cut interest rates to 3% or below in the next year or so. Now, the discussion of the markets that uh, they're underpricing the Fed's oncoming easing cycle, and they're taking down the dollar. Uh, This is good for commodities. It's good for crypto. It's good for metals. It's good for multinationals. Yeah. So if if you're of the belief that we have a recession that is coming yeah. and, and that the Fed is going to react very aggressively to those price indicators, and maybe we're going to see deflation, not just disinflation, then you should be looking at investments and things that benefit from a falling dollar, like emerging markets, like gold, silver maybe crypto. Um things for example, when you have mutual funds, you want to find those that if you're investing internationally, they invest in non they're non-dollar denominated, so they don't hedge out. If you're investing in 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 Europe, you're going to be investing in the euro. If you're investing in Tanzania, you're going to invest in the Tanzanian dollar or whatever the hell it is.
1: You know? Well, let's see here. What is the dollar looking like? I think it's 109 euro right now. I don't have it in front of me. Let me find it. The dollar, I mean, it's like the dollar's already backed off a bit. It's only reversed. The yeah, 109.75, mm-hmm. which is, you know, reasonable, but it, it does go fluctuate between about a dollar of zero, you know, the 1.00. Which it hit recently in a year or so ago, I guess, and then it'll go up to buck twenty five, buck thirty uh, euros. Mm-hmm. So it's it's at a point where it has room to 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 go down. As yeah, it were.
0: yeah. It, 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 it see where it was before. It's definitely moving. Definitely moving. So interesting stuff. I mean, I, I where where of the. Might hear that we are betting on a, on and have been for some time that the dollar would continue to be softer, and that has really helped some positions. Like what? Like as in international, non-dollar or or non-currency hedged international bonds. The gold and silver positions that we own, those have all done very well.
1: I see crude oil's down to seventy-seven twenty-seven again. Didn't it fall to what recently? It fell to sixty-nine. I think. Yeah, but it wasn't, last time I looked though, it was 80.
0: Was that a Tucker Carlson remark too? I don't know. Everything is sexually related is Tucker Tucker Carlson?
1: Yeah, everything's, yeah, Tucker Carlson had said something and that was the end of it. Yeah.
0: You don't think that that whole Tucker, Tucker, I can't even say his name. Tucker Carlson was something embedded in that lawsuit settlement?
1: No. I think that lawsuit settlement was a scam. I'm just a scam. I'm thinking about this. Really? Yeah. And uh, I'm thinking about this. You have a ten billion dollar company, News Corp, and you have a Do- Dominion, this little voting machine company, suing them for a billion dollars over over uh, what uh, slander? Oh, a, a voting machine company got slandered, and and you and you have a team of lawyers that can't just stave off this. This bogus lawsuit forever. Mm-hmm. And then they settle, supposedly. It looks like more like a money, a money injection than it did like a settlement to me. And I think there's something else behind this whole thing. They they wanted to get rid of Tucker and they got rid of him. And I think it's uh personally, uh, I'm gonna write a, a substack column on it because I'm I so adamant about this. Uh, you're a fan I think you know, I think what you're a fan? I was all. I've always been kind of a fan because you know I know they they take stuff from our no agenda show, so we always like to look for that. But I always thought they put some good pieces together, mm-hmm. and uh, and he was kind of on the right side of a lot of ideas and arguments. And so uh, yeah, I was a fan more so than Adam. Adam did, didn't care for him as much as I did.
0: I I don't really. I wasn't a big fan. I found I found his facial expressions really disturbing.
1: Oh yeah! In fact, it's I good. still have enough recordings. I think I just make a compendium of these look, these looks he oh. gives. It's good. this is the kind of the what, and then he's and then at the end of every you know if he at least once a show he t- he says always has these unbelievably weird compliments after somebody has a guest on. He says, "Oh, that's so smart. That's the smartest thing anyone's ever said. Thank you so much for that." And which is insincere, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, but. uh yeah, well, there goes the outlet for a lot of guys like uh, uh, like Glenn Greenwald. You know, he was on the show a lot. I mean, there's a lot of left-wingers in particular that were, that were blackballed from, you know, the normal left-wing outlets, MSNBC, uh, CNN, not as much, but MSNBC for sure, Democracy Now! That includes a lot of lefties that just never bought into the Russia hoax and some of the other stuff. And so Greenwald would bring him, or I'm sorry, uh, Tucker would bring him on the show, and they yak, 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 and it was like this is the only place they get any outlet. And I thought that was refreshing. Did I happen
0: to see a news program just yesterday? That's one of these third tier media outlets. You know which ones I'm talking about, right?
1: Yeah, Newsmax, yeah. Uh, OAN is one of them. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a couple more. Did that, I see Chris Cuomo? Yeah, he, Chris Cuomo is on News Nation.
0: And did he interview Bill O'Reilly?
1: Yes, he did.
0: And did I mistakenly think that Chris Cuomo has
1: shifted his beliefs? You've mistakenly, yeah, it, no you made a mistake he's not shifted his beliefs oh i don't know it looked to me like something no was- he was chris cuomo along with a lot of other people that were kicked off the big big the bigger networks that we had uh reach mm-hmm. uh really are still irked about it and they they see a a com- uh, compadre in other people that were kicked uh, off these big networks, and I think they've become a simpatico. Right. Use the it's kind like of a fraternity. It's like a
0: fraternity of... Yeah, it's a fraternity of, 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 of guys of, that of guys ousted, got kicked, ousted kicked news out anchors. of the fraternity. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get the Greek symbol for that, you know, the ousted news anchors, O-N-A, you know? Yes. <laughs> Phi Kappa O-N-A. Um, all right, let's keep going on some other things about the markets. Credit Suisse said on Monday that 61 billion Swiss francs, about $68 billion, In assets left the bank in the first quarter and outflows were continuing underscoring the challenge faced by
1: UBS group. Just tell these banks to start giving depositors some interest. Yeah, that's true, but it's already leaving. Do you know that? Yeah, because they had made no move. They've sat around all these banks to me. They have sat around on their hands in so far as interest is concerned, and as things changed, they said, "You know, hey, these people have been putting up with no interest in their accounts. Eh, let's see how long that goes on." And they just did nothing. Mm. Don't you think? Have you noticed I, I, this? It I, really I totally irks think. Me. I, no,
0: they, they, they. I had a guest on recently from a major brokerage firm. I said to him, I, "I think I mentioned this to you, but I'll mention it again." I said, I, "I, I don't understand something. You have these money markets that pay. Let's just use some. Just it doesn't matter the exact number, okay? Let's three percent." Whatever, they're, they're yielding more than that now, but 3% of the time. And you have these cash sweep accounts that yield nothing, 0.01, 0.1. Yeah. You have banks that, the checking accounts, for example, yield nothing. Uh, but meanwhile, people can go to a alternative place and get 3%, 4 5% in money markets, etc. Why do people keep their money in these sweep accounts? He said, it- they're just dumb.
1: We don't tell them. Yeah, I mean, I have money in the bank too, and I feel I'm dumb. I should have put it in someplace else. But you still do it. There's, I know the thing. There's no rush, except for the fact that we're getting killed with this inflation. That's not. You could helping.
0: put it into a Schwab account and earn 4.5 percent in a Treasury-backed money market.
1: Oh well, that's a that's I, that's a good number. Yeah, I told you about this. Well, okay, okay, I'll do it. But anyway, <laughs> uh, like SoFi and some of these new, these new, what do they call them? Fin, fin-, fin- tech, fintech, fintech companies. They're throwing money away like there's not. I mean, they're throwing money at people to put deposits in there.
0: But I, I think it's it. it some of it's FDIC insured, but still, you know, who wants to have to deal with that whole issue, right? Uh, that is a problem. Yeah, you know, but I, I mean, agree. you go with a treasury backed money market, maybe a little bit lower than the top you can get. I mean, we have some that are a million dollars or more, treasury backed that are yielding four point eight percent. But I'll take four point five percent on idle cash all day long. Yeah, you know, especially if it's backed. But uh, here's the thing that I thought was really interesting about this story: is Credit Suisse is 167 was was 167 years old as a bank. They they would just shysters for probably 150 of them
1: (laughs) you know yeah they've always yeah they've always had that reputation
0: Yep. we have a big news item about a change in the name of a major retail operation bed bath and bankrupt yeah bed bath and beyond filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy protection on sunday after the home goods retailer failed to secure funds to stay afloat the Union, New Jersey-based home goods retail filed for bankruptcy in district of New Jersey, listing both its estimated assets, et cetera. Uh, liabilities in the range of $1 billion to $10 billion, according to the filing. They're going to close eventually. They are 360 locations, um, the Bed Bath and & Beyond, and also 120 Bye Bye Babies. Now, the blame yeah. for this, by the way.
1: Is the stock gone up? No, it's dead.
0: Uh, I think it's 18 cents an hour or something like that. The, uh, but then again, it could go to 30 It could. Blame, that could be $30, too. Uh, blame for th- th- that's going around of why this happened was the establishment of their uh, push towards more store-branded products. So you go in there to buy a KitchenAid mixer, and maybe there's a, as an example... Uh, Bed Bath Beyond or whatever private label in there. And they're starting to replace a lot of the old ones like the Kitchen Aids or whatever it may be with the Bed Bath Beyond private label made probably cheap as shit, crappy material, in, right?
1: Well, or they could be better.
0: They could be, but come on. I mean.
1: why? Well, I mean, yeah, come on is the right response to that. But it could be.
0: Right. We have a lot more to cover. I mean, here.
1: that's what you'd want to do, wouldn't you? When you get yeah. A, yeah. So you'd have the KitchenAid there for $350, and then you have the BBB uh brand looks kind of the same, only maybe a little slicker with more horsepower and actually cheaper. Yeah. yeah. That's where you, how you do that. If you want to pull that stunt. But they did, couldn't make it work. Well, that's because they probably you're right. They're making the cheap crap and they're yeah. trying to move. Push it on the customer.
0: Uh, Tesla, more jabber from Tesla. Elon Musk on Wednesday doubled down on the price war he started at the end of last year. He's saying electric vehicle maker would prioritize sales growth ahead of profit in a weak economy. He says it's better to shift large number of cars to lower margin and harvest that margin in the future as we perfect autonomy. I don't know what the hell that means, but whatever. Company's gross margin reported, uh, company reported gross margin, total gross margin of 19.3%. Um short of market expectations of 22.4%. Here's interesting in why the stock has been dropping. The company Tesla did not report automotive gross margins, which is a figler, figure closely watched by investors. It says the reason why, do you want to know why they didn't report automotive gross margins?
1: Because they were crummy.
0: Because it was saying the weak economy made it hard to provide margin outlook what what,
1: what, what, <laughs> what oh that's a what, good what point. I like it that guy's creative I mean uh, you know they have meetings where they dream this stuff up
0: you know it's like saying I, I couldn't go to sleep tonight because because tomorrow night I'm gonna have coffee uh, uh, what, what does that have to do with anything <laughs> you know what I'm saying I mean uh okay so uh, I it, it's amazing to me uh that 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 well the Public didn't buy it up. The public is hurting the company and causing shares to tumble pretty dramatically from you know about 190 to 160
1: something. So and it's getting down to reality.
0: Yeah. Uh same day, zero a day options. You know, this whole thing where people are betting on uh major moves in stocks, uh where you buy the option that expires that day.
1: I don't yeah, like to you buy know, this is the kind of thing that's gotta give you ulcers.
0: Yeah, this is a problem because. There could be a lot of manipulation behind the scenes on this. But here's the interesting thing. Day traders lose $358,000 per day gambling on zero-day options. Researchers warn about growing risk should the zero-day options broaden out because it requires a certain hedging. You can create margin squeezes. You can create all these different things by doing this. It's gotten out of hand. It's gotten out of hand. It's again. It's it went from investing for the future f- to have a good retirement plan to let's see how we could
1: just rape the system any way possible. Well, you, do you know any personally know any day traders? Yes, I do too, and they seem to be doing okay. These guys. There's a group but that do that do well. Yes, there is a group. There, some of them do well. I think they work harder than most people. I think which is kind of the overlooked fact here. They're not like on the golf course. No, they're, they're uh, sitting they, in front of a screen. All day mm-hmm. for tw- at least 12 hours. Mm-hmm. And they work their asses off. And yeah, okay, they got a living. Some of them got a really good living. But it just seems like a nightmarish thing to do.
0: Not only that, if, if you don't, if you have a bad day, it could be a really bad day. Right, and
1: you one bad day. Yeah, you could take out your month. mm mm-hmm. uh, Let's see what else we got. SoftBank, uh,
0: you know, they own ARM, ARM, uh, which usually was a, what, a Fabless designer, right?
1: Yeah, yeah Fabless chip maker or so chip designer.
0: they're coming out with, uh, they're developing their own semiconductor.
1: Actually, I don't even think they're, I don't even think they'd qualify as Fabless because I don't think... I think they're just an IP, uh, an IP company. Period. Without well, anymore. they're
0: creating their own uh, semiconductor.
1: So they're going into the business that they destroyed. Yeah, eh, and, good move.
0: And they can, comp- and they're obviously competing with his own customers, aren't they?
1: That would be true. Yeah. Although the way it's you, you could visualize it. You could say, uh, you would make the argument that you're not quite competing with your own customers because. You know, they can do stuff that's so specialized that it is based on what their hardwares lie. I, you can, I think you can argue against it. It's, it's not quite like Intel using its own chips to make computers. Mm. Uh Because they're not the arm, because of the nature of that arm, that arm intellectual property. Uh It's possible that you could uh, make the argument you weren't. And, but what you would do more wisely, I think, is just create an, a, an entity that's a separate corporation that would do that instead of you doing but it. You're not hiding it. No, but it looks better on paper. Oh, yeah, sure. It looks better. Hey, it's not us, it's them, those Lip, guys. We got nothing to do pig, with man. it. They could do, they could pull that off. Yeah.
0: Uh, a couple moments left on the show. Apple CEO pays source to $226 million on huge stock awards. Meanwhile, remember, they're canceling build-outs and cutting expenses and jobs. So you got a $226 million uh, uh, payment soaring. And just to keep things up, they did $70 billion in uh, new share buybacks. What
1: a scam. I'd say. Yep. Got to be great for morale.
0: Yeah, I'm Sure. Sure, the, the troops are liking that. Champagne, you know, you know about champagne. You can only call champagne something champagne if it comes from a particular area in in Champagne, France,
1: right? The region. By international, uh, international agreement.
0: international law. Agreement. What about Miller High Life? You know what, they what call about
1: it? Miller High Life? It's
0: the champagne of beers.
1: <laughs> I think you can still get away with that.
0: Not really. Oh, they the, sued him at the request of the trade body defending the interests of the house and growers of the northeastern French sparkling wine. Belgium customs crushed more than two thousand cans of Miller High Life just to prove the point. The, the Comite Champagne asked for the destruction of a shipment of twenty three hundred fifty two cans of, on the grounds of the century old motto used by the American brewing infringes the protection designation of the origin of champagne. Started the slogan in 1969.
1: Yeah, it's an old slogan. Yeah. But you know the thing is, I don't know if that slogan was effective at selling beer. I don't think so, but obviously- In fact, I don't think the whole name of that beer is effective. High life? Yeah, no good. You need you need 420 in there. You know, it's like, "Oh, High Life. I'm drinking Miller beer is a High Life because I'm stoned on beer." No. I think they got to they got to maybe this is just a publicity Stunt, because they're going to rename everything.
0: Could be. Could be. All right, here we go. This is a game that we play. It's not a solicitation to buy or sell any security. It's not a recommendation of any kind. Nothing on the show should be considered investment advice or a recommendation. If you choose to invest in any of the stocks mentioned, you should know that it may carry risk along with the risk of a loss of principal. You should also seek out professional financial advice for your particular situation. We assume no risk, as these are not to be considered recommendations. Horowitz Company, myself, or John C. Dvorak may invest in any of the securities mentioned, and we'll disclose that on the website under the weekly stock picks section. You can go to dhunplug.com and see all the names we discussed in this segment, along with the performance information from the date discussed, as well as any additional important disclosures. Nothing exciting here.
1: No, I got a couple of picks though. I don't have anything.
0: We got we got this to say AI coming off and
1: Tupperware coming off. Stupid. Yeah, the Tupperware thing was
0: a we, tried. The first we tried
1: mutual disaster. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go back to the well and pick PRPH. I mean just uh, Prophase Health, the uh, testing operation that does uh, got something going on with esophageal cancer. Mm-hmm. The CEO is traveling all over the place uh going to the Middle East over and over again, a couple of times in a row to do some big deal. Something's up. That's the only thing I can say.
0: Something's up. Well, that's right. Something. Something is up. It is up. Okay, got it.
1: PRPH. The other one is the the CEO of SMMT Summit Therapeutics. This is a penny stock.
0: I thought you had this one once before.
1: I don't know if we have it on. It yeah, I got it right now. here. Oh, I do have it. You had it back on... Three fifteen. Okay, well, I'm go- I'm going back to the well. Okay. This time I give it twenty percent. This is cheapy. And uh, so I'm going back to the well for two stocks, I guess. Uh Dugan, the CEO, uh, had bought just bought for a buck oh five. He bought. He bought. He's been buying a lot. He, I, I can't say he's a good trader because he doesn't sell, but. Instead of stock buybacks, he's just buying it. So he bought uh, forty-six million dollars worth of stock last year, and then another fifty-nine million, and then another ninety-two million. I guess he's, he's at ninety-seven cents. That was a good deal. And then after buying uh, buying it for three and five dollars, now it's down to a buck something, buck and buck, change, buck thirty-six. And, and he's bought three hundred ninety-five million dollars. <laughs> Wow. The, the, his own stock. Wow. So I have to s- assume that something's going on here, but this is just a pure insider's play.
0: That's pretty, pretty impressive. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. There's no, I mean, that's, that's a lot, lot, of, of lot of money. A lot of money, a lot of money, putting it all on the line. Yeah. He's, he's
1: got, double
0: zero he's at the table, double zero. Come on. He's pushing it all in toward <laughs> the middle. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to end it right there and uh, tell everybody that we'll see you again, what, in May, I believe?
1: April, May. Yes, May. May,
0: May is coming up. I got a big crawfish party this weekend again. 350 pounds. Another beef. one? Yeah, it's what it is. 350 what, what, pounds what is with running. you. I, I I just get invited to these things. People invite me, they like me. You know, some people like me.
1: Well, we have five shows in May, except for the day you take off. So okay. there you go. It'll be a good month. All right. I'll All see right. See you again next week. Thanks. Right. Talk to you then. Bye.
0: You've been listening in on a conversation with John C. Dvorak and Andrew Horowitz. Hope to be with you again soon.
1: Bye-bye. Now I'm not broke, but badly bent. I'm not down to my last cent, because I got a dollar, but it's my last dollar bill. <laughs> yes, sir. In my pockets, there's a debt. All my dough is nearly spent, but I got a dollar, and it's my last dollar bill. Oh, I'd love just one more buck fortune left me by chance. Now, here's a hint I feel like a man. You can hardly tell by a glance. I don't care, no millionaire can give me the ISIS stack because I got a dollar, my last dollar bill.
0: Horowitz Company, Inc. is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Florida, and conducts business in other states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration does not imply any level of skill or training.